0: I first encountered Kurt in November 1990 in Los Angeles. He and the other members of Nirvana, Chris Novoselic and Dave Grohl, met with me and my younger partner, John Silva, in the office of our management company, Gold Mountain Entertainment, on Coenga Boulevard West, not far from Universal City. The first words Kurt ever said to me were an emphatic, absolutely not, when I asked the band if they wanted to stay on Sub Pop, the underfunded but highly regarded Seattle-based indie label that had released their first recordings, including their debut album, Bleach, which had done well enough in the punk subculture that major record companies were now trying to lure the band away. He had been silent during the first 15 minutes of that meeting, and Chris had done most of the talking. Kurt's firm answer about subpop was my first indication of the dynamic within the band, Dave was a virtuoso rock drummer who would take the band to a much higher musical level than had his predecessors. Chris had formed the band with Kurt a few years earlier and shared his political and cultural ideas. The three members played music brilliantly together and had a collective vision of how the band fit into both the punk and rock worlds, but Kurt had the final word. During rock and roll's early years, the role of manager was often associated with venality and incompetence. Elvis Presley's manager, Colonel Tom Parker, was widely perceived as a manipulator who took advantage of his famous client, infantilizing Elvis while feathering his own nest wildly out of proportion to his value. The Beatles' first manager, Brian Epstein, was beloved by the band and was the first business person to recognize how special they were, but in retrospect, he was unsophisticated about maximizing their income and power. In subsequent years, the word manager in the music business, came to mean various things depending on the practitioner and on the artist. For actors, agents often provide some of the kinds of career guidance that managers do for musicians and singers. However, in the music business, booking agents are responsible solely for the important but narrowly focused job of arranging live appearances, and rarely have much to do with record companies, music publishers, which are entities that own or administer songwriting copyrights, or media strategy, which are all overseen by managers. Music managers also serve as liaison between the artist and their lawyers and accountants, as well as booking agents, especially when balancing tour options for various parts of the world. Mark Spector, who has managed Joan Baez for several decades, describes the job as, "...the buck stops here." In some cases, managers also play the roles of personal advisor and sounding board. My initial introduction to the job came while watching the Bob Dylan documentary Don't Look Back, in which Dylan's manager, Albert Grossman, was filmed gleefully negotiating higher concert fees. More importantly to a teenage viewer, Grossman was also shown to be in on the jokes Dylan cracked at the expense of unhip civilians. Don't Look Back was also one of Kurt's favorite films.